The Devils won big against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and what are my complaints for this game? Well, if I'm not critical, I don't think anyone else will be, but for the most part, it was a great showing for the New Jersey Devils, and Dougie Hamilton made his triumphant return. Same with Jesper Bratt and Andreas Janssen, and overall, Nico Dawes had a good game in between pipes. There's a lot to discuss in this episode because the Pittsburgh Penguins are not the Montreal Canadiens where they're uh, a lower-level team, and they're not the, um, the, the St. Louis Blues where they're like middle of the pack. This is a playoff-caliber team. They have their sights set for going deep into the playoffs and the New Jersey Devils were able to make them look foolish. There's a lot to discuss in this episode, like I said, so buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And I don't know why the New Jersey Devils have to prove me wrong sometimes, but I am so glad they did. So if you're wondering what I'm talking about, in yesterday's episode, I did a crossover with Hunter Hodes of Locked On Penguins. I gave my overall final score prediction. I thought the New Jersey Devils were going to lose this game by a score of 3-2. to two. I thought uh, Dougie Hamilton wouldn't be a great enough X-Factor to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I said the Devils hadn't played in a while, so they might come out a little rusty. Boy, was I wrong. And I am so glad they proved me wrong because the New Jersey Devils were able to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins by a score of 6-1. to one. So I'm going to give you guys my overall reaction to this game because, like I said, I had my doubts coming into this matchup because here's the facts. Uh, the Devils hadn't played in over a week this is a playoff caliber team because the Pittsburgh Penguins are what like second in the Metropolitan Division and I said okay Dougie Hamilton coming back for the New Jersey Devils that's definitely going to pay dividends for them but I just don't think Dougie Hamilton is the great enough x-factor for us to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins and like I said lo and behold I was so wrong because um, I'm just thinking in my mind I'm thinking about like our last few matchups against the Penguins in which we lost uh, 4-2 on February 13th and then I think about the Tampa Bay Lightning in which we lost uh, six to three, and I was just like, maybe we're going that way or that route. But the New Jersey Devils were able to uh, do what they were able to do against the Montreal Canadiens and also the St. Louis Blues, which has put up a lot of goals against uh, 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 against their opponents. So the Montreal Canadiens they beat them seven to one early on in February, and then they beat the St. Louis Blues by a score of seven to four. Albeit that one was a bit of a dog fight and a bit of a gong show, but at the same time, a win is a win. So the New Jersey Devils winning against the Pittsburgh Penguins six to one. My initial reaction is like this. It's just like I, I was just in disbelief. I was like, wait, they're up by three goals and, and, it, and, you know, period number one is over. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, OK, let's slow down. Still relatively early. We've seen the New Jersey Devils blow uh, big leads before. So I was just like, look, I'm not going to jump to anything, but this is certainly going in the right direction. And I certainly didn't want to tweet anything out because I did not want to jinx anything. But let's talk about Jesper Brat. Jesper Brat also returned to action for the New Jersey Devils. And I, I just want to uh, tell you guys, here's a prediction that I did get right. I said that uh, the Jesper Brat will be one of the couple players for the New Jersey Devils to rack up a, a point this game. And I was correct. He ra- he was able to uh, rack up three points. He had two goals and one assist. So Jesper Brat returning to action. However, he was not paired alongside with Jack Hughes like uh, Lindy Ruff has been doing the last few practices. He put Jesper Brat on the second line, kept Jack Hughes on the first line. And, you know, Mercer is playing a winger position uh, on the top line with Jack Hughes and also Sharon Govich is still 
on the top line as well. And like I told you guys, what happened this game? Look it up. I'll tell you what happened this game. Jack Hughes was able to rack up three assists. Sharon Govich was able to score, albeit it was on an assist from P.K. Subban. But Dawson Mercer was also able to score on a beautiful centering attempt from Jack Hughes. I told you guys, you got to spread out uh, your players in terms of uh, top options because if you put all your players on the same line, all your good players at least, it, it's going to make the Devils uh, that much more vulnerable once they go for their line changes. So putting Jesper Bra on the second line and also uh, keeping Jack Hughes on the first line and pairing him alongside with Sharon Govich and Dawson Mercer is going to do wonders for the New Jersey Devils. Now, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. This is only one game. Like I said, we were on a two-game uh, losing streak coming into this matchup. Man, it's been a while since I, I I've talked about the Devils and, you know, winning because the last time I talked about them winning was early February. But like I said, they had an eight day hiatus, but digressing a little bit. It's just like this is what the New Jersey Devils needed. And uh, Dougie Hamilton's impact is huge. It's way bigger than I realized, because even though Dougie Hamilton wasn't able to uh, rack up any points this game he still had a plus minus of plus two he had four hits and one block so Dougie Hamilton's overall impact for the New Jersey Devils should not go unhindered because like I told you guys when Dougie Hamilton is in the lineup the Devils have a much better chance of winning a game I know it's a no Doug kind of thing but the statistics prove it look at the advanced analytics so overall this was a great effort from the New Jersey Devils and this is probably one of the worst losses of the season for the Pittsburgh Penguins because let, let's recap a little bit because the New Jersey Devils they are like coming into this matchup they were either second or dead last in the Metropolitan Division and the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins are second in the Metropolitan Division and I, and you know Hunter Hodes was talking about the amount of regulation losses that the Pittsburgh Penguins had coming into this matchup so um, you know, like I said, this is a top team in the Metropolitan Division. They had 70 points going into this matchup. They had lost, like, what, only, like, 14 games in regulation, and they had uh, uh, eight OT losses. So, you know the Pittsburgh Penguins, they don't really lose in regulation all that much. So, you know, if we're looking at the rest of the Metropolitan Division, uh, aside from the Hurricanes and Rangers, Capitals have 16 regulation losses. Blue Jackets, 23. Islanders, 20. Uh, Devils, 28. And then uh, the Flyers, 26. So, you know, against a Metropolitan Division team, the Penguins are not going to really lose in regulation. So, your best bet is to try to send it to OT. Not the story for the New Jersey Devils tonight. They came out guns blazing. Jesper Brat was able to get two goals early. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, after he scored that first goal, I could have sworn that the Pittsburgh Penguins were able to answer on back. I believe there was like 17 minutes remaining in period number one. And I was just like, oh, no, they're, 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 they're about to score because it rang in and out of the post. And for a brief moment, you could hear the foghorn go off. And I was just like, oh, that didn't go in. That didn't score. Looked good from my angle. But anyway, that's why I'm not on the rink. So overall, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm just so glad of the overall effort from the New Jersey Devils because this is the kind of thing that I want to see out of them night in and night out. And I think the huge X factor was, well, there's a couple X factors. You got Dougie Hamilton making his triumphant return. You got Jesper Brock making his return after he was sidelined for uh, a couple days. So I'm glad that it was a day-to-day -day basis. And I said this eight uh Eight-day hiatus for the New Jersey Devils could be a blessing in disguise because maybe we'll finally be able to see Dougie Hamilton back onto the rink because he had been practicing with the team for a minute and it was just a matter of not if but when will he return in a no contact uh, uh, practice jersey and then um, another X factor is Lindy Ruff finally breaking up Jesper Brat and Jack Hughes and neither one of those players skipped a beat look I know Jack Hughes and Jesper Brat are a dynamic duo there's no ifs ands or buts about it Jack Hughes I've said it many times on this 
show, would not be having the season he is now, nor would he be an all-star if it wasn't for Jesper Brat. Jesper Brat deserves a lot more credit. I told Hunter this in the last episode because uh, just like him, there's a lot of people who just seem to forget about Jesper Brat and his overall impact. Too bad uh, Brat couldn't get his first career hat trick. He'll get it sooner or later, but I think this is a wake-up call for the New Jersey Devils. And, and, you know, look, I get they won the game, but this is an alert for them saying, hey, you know, when we have more options to go to, maybe we're a much better team because Nico Heizer was also one of the stars of the game. And you saw that Nico Heizer, he looked a lot more comfortable all there, out there, you know, albeit he's been having a good few stretches of games. But just putting Jesper Brat with Nico Heizer just gives him more options to, to work with. So uh, the three stars of the game for the New Jersey Devils were Jesper Brat, Nico Heizer, and Jack Hughes. So is it safe to say just because you break them up, they don't miss a beat? Because these guys know how to be, they know how to be adaptable, but the players around them do not. So like, you know, if you put Sharon Govich with uh, Nico Heizer, I just don't think Sharon Govich would be having the season that he is right now in terms of just picking up towards the end of the season. Moving Dawson Mercer to the winger position instead of letting him uh, command one of the bottom six lines, I think that's also going to do wonders for Dawson Mercer. Wasn't a fan of it at first, I'll admit, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, uh, I, I think Dawson Mercer is comfortable in the position he is now, and Jack Hughes knows how to be adaptable and just help him out in that regards. And uh, for Jesper Brat, like I said, d- despite him being on the uh, second line with Nico Heizer, Jesper Brat was able to score within the first two-minute frame on an assist from Heizer and Zaka, and then on the second goal, unassisted, but still, you just see that Jesper Brat hasn't skipped a beat. So it was a great overall team effort from the New Jersey Devils. Dougie Hamilton just makes this team 10 times better when he's out there. I am so glad that he's uh, fully suited for the New Jersey Devils. And overall, this was a great team win for the New Jersey Devils. I, I cannot fault them. I, I'm I'm trying to find, you know, areas of uh, fault that the Devils did uh, during the course of this game. Because if I'm not honest, I don't think anyone else will be. But this game was actually was actually pretty good for them. Despite the Pittsburgh Penguins scoring on a power play goal, I'm not really going to, uh, you know, be bothered by that too much. Because the Devils were still up by three. And uh, the, the second period was almost halfway done. So I said, barring a collapse in period number three, I think the Devils got this in the bag. And plus, you know, the second period is usually the worst period for the New Jersey Devils. I'll talk about that momentarily. I'll also talk about the goaltending. And then I'm going to give you guys my overall opinions uh, of the uh, matchup. And I will grade it at the end of this episode. But first, it is time for the first live read this morning. And it comes from our friends at Built Bar. I think the New Jersey Devils had a Built Bar before the game because they came out with a lot of energy. And you want to play like the New Jersey Devils on a good day? Well, Built Bar is for you. So this is the time of year that I pretty much have given up on all my New Year's resolutions. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you ever tried the puffs? If, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting protein bars. They're the first ever ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy they're marshmallowy they're not just a protein bar they're a treat and they're covered in 100 real chocolate puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors yummy cinnamon churro coconut marshmallow banana cream pie so good these are going to be your new favorite all built bars are covered in 100 real chocolate yes puffs included low calorie high protein replace your candy bar with these they are better a typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to three hundred calories most built bars contain 130 calories four grams of sugar and four net carbs and 17 grams of protein like i said way healthy healthier than a candy bar so mint brownie coconut coconut almond and new this month white chocolate cookies and cream they are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time if they think a flavor might be good they'll make it and it'll be delicious and will be good for you i don't know how they do it but they do it every time so the offer is go to built.com use promo code lock 15 and you'll get 50 percent off your order again use promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com 
So like I said moments ago, if I'm not critical with the New Jersey Devils, I don't think anyone else will be. I think my main issue was that the second period was just a little bit of a snooze fest for the New Jersey Devils. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, when you're comparing shots on goal, 15 to 13 in the first period and the Devils led that category, then the Devils uh, fell in that category to the Pittsburgh Penguins, 14 to 6. And then the Devils were able to regain it once again, 15 to 11. So I don't know what it is about the second period with the New Jersey Devils, but uh, it was all Pittsburgh Penguins in period number two. Like I said, I think that's my only critical thing for the Devils, which is they were they only had single-digit shots on goal in the second period. And, and it's not even close what they were able to do in the first period and also the final period of regulation because they, they had 15 shots on goal in, in period number one and period number three. But somehow, some way, period number two, they only had six shots on goal and they were held to uh, single digits in that category uh, only one time, and that was that period. Albeit, I, I think not everyone is talking about because Dawson Mercer was able to score a little more than halfway done with period number two, putting the Devils up four to nothing, and then Damon Severson on an excellent uh, shot and beautifully located. Uh, once again, off the assist from Jack Hughes, was also able to make it a 5-1 game and basically save face and and bring back the the Devils up to a four-goal lead because uh, the Penguins were able to score a couple minutes after Dawson Mercer had scored. So, um, you know, like I said, uh, the you know, six shots on goal, but two goals for the New Jersey Devils, that's also really good. So I think that's why people aren't really talking about it. And the Devils were able to have a couple power play goals. They had one in period number two. That was uh, the Damon Severson goal. And then Nico Heizer also had a power play goal, which was basically as if the Devils needed an insurance goal. That was the insurance goal in period number three. Okay, so enough with the scoring. Let's talk about uh, the goaltending for both respective teams. So hell of an effort from Nico Dawes. He saw 38 shots and was able to make 37 saves. That is wonderful for Nico Dawes. Like I said, I don't know what it is with the New Jersey Devils and goaltending. You're either going to get a good outing for them or you're going to get a horrendous outing for them. At this point, there is no in-between. So Nico Dawes, like I said, seeing 38 shots and able to save 37 of them, that's really good because going into this matchup, uh, he had a record of 1-1. One one. He had a goals against average of, of 3.32 and a save percentage of 8.62. So you know his numbers are going to go up a little bit, and that's going to help his record as well. If I'm Lindy Ruff, I think you have to rely on Nico Dawes in our next matchup just because, um, you know, uh, you, you kind of want to ride that hot hand. I know he was overworked. I know a lot of people aren't really giving him the credit that he deserves because the Devils had a good offensive showing Dougie Hamilton was also back so Nico Dawes and his overall showing for the New Jersey Devils kind of fell underneath the radar but I think the Devils will go to Nico Dawes once again when we take on the Chicago Blackhawks and the Devils have no time to rest so hopefully they keep riding this momentum because the Blackhawks aren't really a good team they're they're uh, a few notches lower than the um than the Pittsburgh Penguins let's just say so if the Devils were able to handle the Penguins with these and they were able to make the necessary changes then I see them having no issue with the Chicago Blackhawks, but digressing a bit, let's go back to the goaltending discussion. So Nico Dawes, aka Jaws, was able to just, you know, eat up all those pucks and had a good showing for the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, he had a few, um, he had a few scary moments, like I said, uh, in period number two, or no, excuse me, in period number one, after Jesper Brat was able to get the first goal of the game, I thought that the Pittsburgh Penguins had scored on Nico Dawes and answered on back. And I was just like, uh, tick for tech, the Penguins get the goal back. What else is new with the New Jersey Devils? But, and you know, you, you heard the foghorn momentarily. Yeah, you, you could just listen to the replay, but, uh, it, you know, it didn't, it didn't go in, didn't hit the back of the net. So, so overall, I just love the effort from uh, Nico Dawes in this one. But now let's talk about 
Tristan Jari. Here's something I don't really talk about too often on this show, which is the opposing team and their overall struggles. But I just need to say this because in yesterday's episode with Hunter, we were talking about Jari potentially, you know, being a Vesna trophy winner, albeit uh, I'll be fair to Hunter. He and I both agreed that Shasurskin, barring anything catastrophic happening or barring a miraculous um, outing from one of his opponents, we think Shasurskin is is the clear-cut favorite to win the Vesna trophy come the end of the season. And uh, Tristan Jari definitely has his name, I'd say, like, you know, top five or top eight, whatever the case might be. But the 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 bottom line is, you know, when you're thinking of good goaltenders this year, Tristan Jari certainly comes to mind, especially with what he was not able to do in the playoffs for the Pittsburgh Penguins because a lot of people were trolling him. We were able to get Tristan Jari out the game when there was still, like, what, six minutes remaining in period number two. So we got him out before the start of period number three. That is amazing for the New Jersey Devils. I don't know how often that happens, but we knocked the starting goalie, a goalie who's in the running for the Vezda Trophy, out the game still relatively early because, like I said, there was still a decent amount of time remaining in period number two. So I don't know what it was with the Pittsburgh Penguins, but this has to be one of their worst losses of the year. I'm not locked on Penguins, so I can't really speak on that, but overall, uh, I can't speak on the Devils, and this was one of their best outings because, like I said, it's one thing to put up seven goals against the Montreal Canadiens. It's another thing to do the same thing to the uh, St. Louis Blues, albeit you know they put up a better fight. But it's another thing to do this against the Pittsburgh Penguins, scoring six goals on them. So totaling five goals on Tristan Jari, knocking him out the game when there's still significant time remaining in period number two. Just another day at the office for the New Jersey Devils. I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen often. But still, you know, just be on your high horse because I don't know how often that's going to happen. But I'm excited to see what the Devils could potentially do in their next game against the Blackhawks. I I sense a two-game win streak up approaching for the New Jersey Devils, but don't take my word for it. I think you guys need to go to betonline.net. So football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops from the latest odds, totals, player performance, props to where the next fire coach is going to land. Betonline.net is the number one spot for all the sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. And now, the second live read comes from an OG sponsor, RockAuto.com. So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain all-parts store to stock all the parts you need why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket save time and money when using rock auto why choose to spend 30 percent 50 percent or even 100 percent more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership makes no sense rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years rock auto's prices are reliably low for every consumer they have everything you need from brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet go explore their easy to use website to find the solution to your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com everybody 
So once again, uh, before I give my final grade for the New Jersey Devils, I just want to say once again, just a great effort overall. Uh, I think Dougie Hamilton really uh, brought the spirit on the defensive side. Thanks for the New Jersey Devils. Gives us more options there. Lindy Ruff uh, splitting up Jesper Brat, Jack Hughes, and just giving us more uh, things to work with up and down our lineup. I know the big story coming into this game was Dougie Hamilton returning, but don't forget about Jesper Brat and don't forget about Andreas Janssen because they also made their triumphant returns. And um, yeah, so... Andreas Johnson didn't really do anything in this game. What else is new? But still, um, you know, he, he made his return and gives the Devils more options, like I said. So splitting up the line combinations of Rot, Hughes, and, uh, you know, leaving Sharon Govich on the top line alongside with Dawson Mercer is actually paying dividends for the New Jersey Devils. And that's uh, something they need to look at going forward. And I expect the New Jersey Devils to just keep doing what they're doing. And I expect that uh, same thing to happen when we play the Chicago Blackhawks. I don't want any excuses. I expect at least a win for the New Jersey Devils. So there's my prediction. I predict a win for the New Jersey Devils, and I predict, hmm, let me think about this because there's some factors I need to consider. See, the Blackhawks um, lost to the to the Panthers in their last matchup 5-2. to two. They lost to the Blue Jackets 7-4. They lost to the Stars 1 to nothing. Last time they won a game was February 14th. Yep, I'm going to make this prediction. Uh, 5-2 in favor of the New Jersey Devils. I don't expect anything less from the New Jersey Devils, okay? So uh, I expect the Devils to come out with a win and come out guns blazing once again against the Chicago Blackhawks. And they have the momentum, so I, I don't see any reason why they can't do it. But, you know, maybe traveling could catch up with them because they're not playing at the Prudential Center. But still, um, that that's uh, my overall prediction going into the next matchup. Okay, so let's compare overall final stats, and I'll give you guys my letter grade for the New Jersey Devils. So shots on goal differential. 38 to 36 in favor of the Penguins. That second period really hurt the New Jersey Devils. So once again, second period, well, you know, I get it. They scored two goals in that period, but still, that doesn't exonerate them for only getting six shots off. So like I said, uh, the second period, that's something the Devils need to work on. I don't know what it is about the second period, but still, uh, the, the only reason I'm just uh, ruminating over it is because this has been an issue for the Devils all year long. So uh, despite the Devils coming out with a big win, I, I, I'm just saying, like, you know, don't let that uh, overshadow the fact that the Devils still struggle in period number two okay face-off percentage 53 to 47 percent in favor of the penguins power play the devils were two for five in their power play opportunities penguins were one for four hits 23 to 21 in favor of the penguins blocks 13 to 12 in favor of the devils giveaways devils led this department 11 to 7 so what is my overall um uh grade for the devils in this game i'm gonna give them an a actually because they never let their foot off the gas pedal. I guess the argument could be made for period number two. But like I said, I'll I'll let them pass this time around since they were able to score two goals. Thanks to Mercer and Severson. Um, they were able to get a dagger goal. Thanks to Nico Heizer in period number three. The Penguins were never really a threat to, uh, uh, I, I'd say, aside from that uh, one shot attempted period number one. The Penguins were never really a threat to win this game. We were able to knock out Tristan Jari early. We got a couple power play goals. Dougie Hamilton is back. Jesper Brod is back. Andreas Janssen is back. Jack Hughes had a good game. Jesper Brod had a good game. Nico Heizer had a good game. Nico Dawes had a good game. I don't really have that many complaints for the New Jersey Devils. So you know what? I think they deserve it. I'm going to give them an A for this game because I think it was a I think it was a great showing from the Devils. A plus performance. And like I said, 
Uh, they really kept the Penguins out of their groove, and uh, I think this was one of the worst losses of the season for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, hopefully, any Penguins fans listening to the show maybe can attest to that, but that's my overall prediction. So let me know what you guys think. What did you think about the overall performance from the New Jersey Devils, and do you anticipate they'll do that against the Chicago Blackhawks? Uh, look, I know I'm, I'm glad that I'm covering more games now, but got to move right on from the Pittsburgh game to the Chicago game. So that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And let's see what they do in their next matchup against Chicago. I will be here for the game recap. Thanks for listening once again.